Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Chad Cameron, John Ritchie on this uh, Tuesday morning. 94 WIP. Ruben Amar will join us coming up at 1120 today. We got the, uh, the new midday show. Uh, and by the way, Angelo this morning, he, when we joined him, John, I'm sure you noticed he kept saying the new and improved morning show. Yeah. Well, so I'm not so sure I'm going to say uh, new and improved midday show. We'll find out if these guys are up to it. Yeah, give us yeah. a couple months. Uh, we, yeah, I'm not, we'll, be, we'll be all right. It's, uh, it's going to be a learning well, process. You'll be all right. But we'll be, I, yeah, I'm we'll not be all right. Midday show. We'll just leave it at that. I'm not, a, I'm not a participation trophy guy. I mean, improve yourself, fellas. Well, I mean, if, if the morning show is going to be new and improved, <laughs> I, I think the midday show will be, too. It's across the board. Yeah, we'll say. Yeah. We'll say. I will say this. For those um, that wouldn't know, and it's probably most people, Jillio Nighttime, Joe, I know I'll say what you would never say. Your ratings have been spectacular. So congratulations on what you've accomplished. Well, and thank you. I mean, you guys obviously have done incredible, too. And we got, we, you said small shoes to fill. I don't, I don't know about that. We got, well, we got the big shoes. John he, got, he got some Joe. little feet, though. John, John would know that about Joe. Yeah, he got well, some little feet. Yeah, I think that's been a theme on their show. Literally true, right? It's like a like a Petite three. What is, I, what is <laughs> like that? Is, is that a nine? I think he can wear what, children. What kind of like, listen, you know the best shoes. part about having feet that small is like your like if you bought a pair of Jordans, they wouldn't cost you that much. Ooh, like eighty five bucks. You get the kid, yeah, you I get like the kid version. <laughs> I don't know how he stands uh, with balance. Yeah. Like on on, it's almost like hold a up, egg. I was like listening to your guys' show last week, and you were talking about your football career. Yeah, you went one for one. Oh boy, with them little ass feet. Yeah, I you mean, went one, one for one, one with the no base. You kicked one for one as a tackle. Yeah, tackle. <laughs> <laughs> the last feet. <laughs> I don't think anyone broke a tackle on me, but I, don't, I didn't get to me. I wasn't Ray Lewis out there. Mm. You know what I'm saying? All right, let's go to the phones. Let's go nice to shoes, by uh, the way. thank you, sir. Let's yeah. go to Rasheem in North Philly. What's going on, Rasheem? Hey, what's up? How you guys doing? What's going hey, on? Rasheem? Good, 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 good. Yeah, I don't know this. Just Don, Jonathan Gannon hate, um, and the yes, the uh, Giants are a better team, but. Um, I'm not too worried about them. The Vikings are 31st in uh, pass defense. The Eagles is uh, number one. Um, the Eagles are, I mean, the Vikings are 38th in sacks, and the Eagles are 70th. So, so that time that Daniel Jones had to be able to run and, and pass the ball, he's not going to have that time against the Philadelphia Eagles. Yes, the Giants, like right. I said before, they are a better team, but they're not on the Eagles' level. Um, um, so my fear of them, so my fear of them is not there. I'm tired of people calling in and keep giving the Giants all this credit. I'm not one of those guys. Who's going, to, who's going to give the Giants too much credit um, because I expect the Eagles to win this game. Um, um, and then everybody calls about the, the, the blitzing thing. This is a passing football league. And the Eagles, there's only one quarterback who passed the ball for over 300 yards, and, and that's, Dak that's Dak Prescott. So to play a 17-game season and to have one quarterback to pass over 300 yards is spectacular in the league where where they're passing the ball at a, at, at a rate that we've probably never seen before. And it make the matters even you know, better for Jonathan Gannon is that the Eagles are up by double digits in almost every game, so the teams have to yeah. pass the ball. Well, the one regime, the one, the one thing that your that your um, facts don't speak to is they have faced weak quarterbacks, 
And I think one of the things we, we this think is of, reality. No, no, this is reality. Well, both, both, hold on, hold on, Rasheem. Both, both the reality. You're right. The, the defense statistically is outstanding, and they and they look really good. But it's also true when you face a bunch of bums, it it helps you look better. But but you're not facing a bunch of bums because at the end of the day, the Eagles are what six and one against playoffs. Car- Carson's teams, so, a bum, so, and that was nine of the sacks. Rasheem, give me an answer here, you man. T- TV show. You TV show. I'll get some you more. I'll get some more. Come on, Joe. All right, Rasheem. T- TV show or movie about music? TV show or movie about music? Yeah. Um, uh, straight out of Compton. Uh, you, oh, yeah, you got it. All right, so, Joe, you probably remember this better than the rest of us. Who were some of the bums they faced this year? Well, they faced Andy Dalton. They faced Carson. They faced Heineke. Uh, they faced – who was playing with the Colts at that point? Was it – who was the quarterback? At Matt, that Ryan? Was Ryan. No, Ellen Ellen Matt Ryan? No, was it Ryan. It was Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Ryan. Oh, okay, okay. Back to Matt Ryan okay, okay. that okay. game, yes, remember? Yes. Yeah. Who, Matt Ryan's a bum. That guy. Point. Who was the guy that played for Dallas <laughs> when Dak didn't play? Carson, Cooper uh, Rush. Rush. Okay, that guy. Yeah. The Steelers, they weren't even on. Trubi- they were was Trubisky. Trubisky. Yeah, it was Trubisky. Was it Trubisky or was it Pickett? Yeah, it was Trubisky. Oh. It was Trubisky. <laughs> he's a bum. I mean, they faced their fair Jared Goff had a good season for Goff, but he's not good. No, but I will say that Lions, one of the that Lions the offense year, yeah. put up 30 points more than anybody else. In right. retrospect, that week one wasn't as big of a deal as we made it out. So, today. Hugh, how do you assess how good the Eagles' D is and their chances to win the ball with this D, you know, being a big part of it, when statistically they look great, but, you know – I'll they, say, they, let's just say they weren't facing Kurt Warner and Marshall. Fox. I'll say this to that to that stat, and you're right. But when you look at quarterback play as a whole this year, it's been horrible. With a capital H, it's been horrible across the board. I agree. You talk about you. You have your elite quarterbacks. You got you got Jalen Hurts in there. You got who else that I, that I'm thinking about? Maybe Dak, but he's thrown like 80 picks this year. You love the league, yeah. Yeah, like it it hasn't been like this year has not been great quarterback play. Once Agreed. you go past the top seven, yeah, yeah, it's it, like it, it's, it's like so you talk about QBRs in the 40s, yeah, like stuff like that. I mean, Russell Wilson fell apart. <laughs> Rodgers took a dip. Fell off. Brady, Brady Brady took a dip. Fell off. It's it's unbelievable. I'll, I'll should, say that. Should should Brady be done? I don't think so. Somebody's gonna pay. See, this is the beautiful thing about. The, the, the thing I just said in, in the NFL right now, everybody needs a quarterback. Guess who else is about to get paid a ton of money? Well, I'll give you two guys. Yep. Baker Mayfield. Yep. Uh, their car. They're car, about to get paid. Car, yes. Mayfield, no. Are you serious? Yeah. Baker Dan, May- Daniel Jones will get paid a lot. Daniel Jones will get $100 million more than Baker Mayfield. Does. No, you're right in that sense. But somebody's still going to take a fly on Baker Mayfield. And Baker Mayfield potentially is going to be a starter. Maybe. Well, he saved Maybe. his career by going, by to, going, the Rams. To, going to the Rams. Yeah, because you could have made a case he was out of the league yeah. if he didn't get to Los Angeles. He's got a shot. I mean, yeah. he's in that bet. Look, Carson's out. Foles is out. Yeah. Um, he's competing with Heineke sure. and yeah. I don't know, all those you know, all those guys. But he did some good things. He did. Uh, and really helped himself. I got a question for you, Hugh. You did radio here mm-hmm. before we'd won a Super Bowl. You went away. We won a Super Bowl in that interim. Now you've returned. Can you sense a difference in the city? How how different is Philadelphia because of that Super Bowl win? Oh man, or is it too early to tell? No, it's not. I, I think definitely it's always been passionate. I think there's more passion. I think that you know a lot of people feel that this is the year. I I do feel that. I feel like this is like no matter what, like there is no tomorrow. Right now, it's just the now, and now is the time to win a Super Bowl. That's a that's a great feeling to be here at, at this moment right now. Yeah, that's what it feels like to me, and and that's why everybody is a little nervous. 
because you're, you're in a one-and-done situation now. And you look at that last game. Like, everybody's looking at that last game against the Giants. And even though you won, it, didn't, it doesn't feel great. Right. You know, because everybody's nitpicking everything. And then you're looking at the Giants giving them all these props. Like, when I look at the Giants' schedule, the best win on the Giants' schedule is the one that they had last week. Go through the schedule. They caught Green Bay when they were reeling. Uh, Baltimore, I think, was another win. Like, when you go through their schedule, you can say what you want about the Eagles' schedule and who they play, but you can say the same thing about the New York Giants. Well, I think the Giants only won three games after the end of October until last week. I mean, they didn't exactly fly into the playoffs. They got in at the bottom of the NFC sinks. Now they're yeah. playing better now, but. Yeah, they, I mean, they're playing better because it's the playoffs. The, 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 the stakes are higher. Everybody's excited. But, dude, when you look across the board, like man for man, I'll take I'll take certain matchups with with us those two receivers that we have against the Giants all day the running game that we have you put up like what you ran up you got them for like four hundred and some yards in the first game I think two forty on the ground I mean they ran yeah like through the come Giants. on man like that that's a this time of year cornerbacks linebackers John Richie tell you this because he used to be a hammer they they're making business decisions and if you run the ball well if you start out running the ball well. I saw it this weekend. You got guys out there, especially when it's cold. Like, ah, I don't know if I want to really make this tackle. Does it really work? Like, they don't want to make That's those true. plays, man. They don't want to do that. Well, I'll tell you this because it's interesting, John. When you asked that question, and Hugh, you answered that from the Eagles, you know, thought process. But I think what has changed big time since when you were here and left is in the other sports, not the Eagles, but in the other three sports, losing has been considered it's become more acceptable because people are more patient to wait for a team to rebuild. And that was never the case, in my opinion, when we were growing up. Mm-hmm. But I think the 76ers process, now look, it hasn't manifested even close to a title, but I think people are more willing to wait through a rebuild than they used to be. Joe, do you agree with that? Yeah, uh, and I think the Sixers' success, I mean, t- to an extent, right? There's it's no- relative, relative success. success. Yeah. Uh, they've become a good team, playoff team. I think it's kind of buoyed some people. But then there's also there was the other side. People hated it, and they're just like, look, yeah. that didn't work. But I, I do think there's more patience. Other than there used to be, and and with it's funny how it's different between the Eagles and the other teams. The Eagles, you know, there's not patience with the Eagles. I mean, in 2020 they fell apart. <laughs> right. Everyone wanted the coach, the GM, and the quarterback out, and obviously the team kept one of those parts. But it's, it felt like it's always been like that. <laughs> like you know, like the standard for the Eagles has always been high, in my opinion. Like I remember times where where you know people wanted Andy Reid fired. A lot. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where I think that here in Philadelphia. And no disrespect to all the other sports, but it's it's football, and then everybody else kind of falls in the lockstep. Even though the Phillies won the World Series, they won it, They they got the first title here, and yeah, but the, the breakthrough in yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I think that now it's 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 like football first, and then everything else. Well, I, well, yeah, a lot of people would agree with that. I'll tell you, John, what I do miss a lot because I feel it this month. I, I miss the feeling of the Eagles trying to chase their first championship. I miss that. Like, I was thrilled when the Eagles – obviously, I literally cried. I cried for months when the Eagles won the title. And I want to see a second. On but the but there's, no, there's no replicating trying to get that first one. Like, this one won't be a special, right? Are you kidding me? This one no, will I agree, not. I agree with you. Will you not so? be oh, man, a special. Come on. Like, to, in any time. I think it's impossible, Hugh. It's actually impossible for this well, title, you, if it happens, and it's nothing you, to be a special. It's not, it's not no. about this you're, team or this coach or You're the talking to a guy who hasn't won one, but I, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. I can't fathom that at any point 
if I had like like a, winning a Super Bowl is always special. But yeah. think, but Hugh, think because of it this you're way. immortal. But, but but Hugh, you know, I get you. But you're and thinking the, the it, work, you know, the, the work the, that you yeah. put in for that. No, like, I agree with Hugh. Uh, it, it 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 doesn't take the shine off the fact that we've won one already. And the ring is going to be that year, much bigger. Every, uh, that's true too. Are you kidding me? The one thing I do think this one would do is is change the temperature of the franchise and the way we talk about them and the way we look at like. Sure. If they get two, then we start expecting three, four, five, yeah. and put them in with the you know the Steelers yeah. and the Cowboys and the Niners. Like that two would jump. Guys, we and haven't Howie had Roseman is a Hall of Fame. There's, that, you, you beat yeah. you beat me to it because yeah. I was about to say that Howie is th- that dude. Yeah. yeah, Howie they is that man. They might as well make the plaque now if they win the Super Bowl. He's in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, hopefully, we have more time to do this in the next couple of weeks, and the Eagles take it to mid Feb. Um, just know that um, if this is our last time convening. Uh, with you guys before the launch, uh, good luck, and you're going to do great. I mean, you guys are going to just freaking knock it out of the park. Oh, ain't no question about that. We got this. Yeah, we're, we're Even though we don't that. even know each other we'll like figure that. figure it out. <laughs> we, it ain't going to take us six months to get right. No, what do we got, four, three, yeah, two, we got, yeah, two we weeks? Got, yeah, we got two and weeks. Congr- and, and good luck to you guys as well. We're we going to be on listen. fire in three weeks. <laughs> and fire. And, Hugh, if you had to sum it up, tw- 10 seconds to the listeners, what, what's the Hugh Douglas message? Gummies. Hey, that's a different. I, that's a different I, matter. I, I just like how Joe's John like. Ritchie, hey, John if, Ritchie if, called if, me. If we see, yeah, we, we all we all knew. John if, Ritchie called me. If if, if we, it's like you're like, oh, we'll see. You know, good luck. If we see you guys again, I think this show is going to be great. We'll literally see you every day. Yeah, every day. Forward. Well, yeah, I meant on air. I know. But all right. Uh, thank you to Joe. Thank you to Hugh. Ruben Amar joins us next. More calls as well. Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie on WIP. If you think there's a better snack out there than Tasty Cake, you're simply miscaken. A day-old piece of sheet cake from a co-worker's birthday. Miss Cake, your child's half-eaten syrup-soaked waffle. That's a common Miss Cake. Or worst of all, you resort to baking. If it's not a tasty cake, it's a Miss Cake because nothing satisfies like a perfectly sweet butterscotch crimpet cake or rich and creamy chocolate peanut butter candy cake. Tasty Cake, except no substitutes. You know, I'm inclined to just kind of, you know, let this song keep playing because it's so good. But, I mean, come on. I mean, we, we are, after all, a sports talk show. And, you know, 94 WIP, not 94 WYSP. Although I got great love for 94 WYSP, as probably does our next guest. Because Ruben Amaro, I mean, you know, not just a Phillies player and general manager through the years, uh, but a native. A native son of Philadelphia. That's right, WISP. It was all about YSP. Yeah, I was, I was into it. So, Ruben, I mean, it's a shame YSP doesn't exist. Like, why, why didn't we take over and just keep YSP and take over a different, you know, spot? Yeah. Good point. Just saying, just saying, yeah. just saying. Ruben, hello, buddy. How are you? Great to be here. Ruben, going to be great. Ruben, going to be with us for I don't know the next hour or two, whatever, whatever long whatever he's got. Rhea will join us at noon. Ross Tucker, twelve forty-five. We got a lot going on, including trying to figure out now, John. We got a little. Uh, Deep in there with you and, and Joe on a lot of fronts. But the, the Jonathan Gannon thing, trying to assess. Because the town is – I mean, John, do you think it's as clear as the town has been very unfair to Jonathan Gannon? I am positive we've all been very unfair to him. And uh, when when it all started, I think we were intrigued by Jonathan Gannon. I'm talking two years ago. Jonathan Gannon at that first training camp, you and I were there. I was fascinated listening to him talk because it just seemed like he was – really sharp and he had a plan when he was asked what's your scheme essentially he said I don't have one I'm gonna 
customize it based on the, the players I had to work with. The problem was last year the players he had to work with weren't good enough. I'm talking, you know, they weren't even they ago. weren't even close. They good weren't enough. good enough. And so the scheme wasn't good enough. The defense ended up netting out not good enough, just sort of middle of the road. Now this year, with the job that Howie Roseman's done, this we're out of sight. We're we're allowing the fewest yards per play in the entire NFL. We are top five in points allowed. We we have allowed fewer passing yards than any other team, and we led the league in sacks. This this defense <laughs> and apparently has been Ruben, unbelievable. Apparently he stinks. Apparently, apparently everyone says he stinks. Right. Well, I've been crushing him a little. He bit. does not <laughs> I mean, he, stink. He, he, All right. So I, what, no, that, frame it for me. What's, what's the issue as you see it? So I I think that we have like this mentality here in Philadelphia that we have to have smash mouth football. Yeah. We have to you know blitz every play, put pressure on the guy. And I and I think that there is a expectation that's way higher than than is realistic. Probably, I'm probably one of those guys too. And and unfortunately, Gavin takes a lot of the brunt of it because because I think as John said, there's a lot of talent in there. Yeah, there's a lot of talent in the backfield. There's a lot of talent on, the, on you know the front line, et cetera, et cetera. I think they've gotten better the, as far as the middle linebackers are concerned. I yeah. think it's a better core. Um, but we have such high expectations, man. That's that's like the Philadelphia mantra. Right. Well, it is big time. And, and, and John, you and I have talked about this for two years now. The Buddy Ryan thing and the Jim Johnson thing set in motion how people want to see defenses play. I mean, most, most people listening right now were, were huge fans of those styles of defense. And so this is the a different style. style. Of the game was different. But, I mean, yeah. just well, the this, rules of the game were well, different. You're right. They were. The rules were very different. And I'll just say this again for like the 5,000th time when the Eagles won the Super Bowl in 2017, they didn't blitz much. I mean, it's just a fa- it's a fact, and yet Seltzer, you're sort of like part part anti Gannon guy. Yeah, I'm part anti Gannon guy. Yes, I, I I think that he is a, a benefactor of having an insane amount of talent on his defense. Do I think he's horrible like like a lot of people do? No, but do I think he's good? Do I think he raises the level of his talent? No, I don't. I All think right, that so they could be better with a better defensive coordinator. To the phones, because I got to hear from people. Pro Gannon, anti Gannon, confused about Gannon, confused about why the town t- t- treats him this way. Let's talk to Ben in Millville right now. What's going on, Ben? The camera, gentlemen, how's it going? Great, Ben. Hey, well, first off, the camera, you know, I, I took the day. I reflect on what I said to you. I said I agree to you, and I most likely don't. Um, I'm, I'm changing my opinion about Saturday's game. The Eagles are much superior than the Giants. Yes. We are going to win it. <laughs> yes. It's, it, it, I understand. We, we're all Eagles fans. We all have that resentment, like, we know what the worst can be what could happen we could you know we could flounder we could flop we can we can look horrible it always can happen no matter how good the players are but um, i guess i think almost every position player is better than every position player on the giants well and- so it's, it's funny you bring this up ben i i will say i also have changed my opinion not so much about the eagles versus the giants per se but I'm glad the Eagles are playing the Giants more than I was 14 hours ago. Because after seeing Dallas play, I thought, oh, man, I'm really glad it's not Dallas in here this weekend. Plus, I'm glad that Dallas has a chance to beat San Francisco in San Fran, whereas Minnesota would have gotten their freaking doors blown off. Mm -hmm. So I actually view last night's outcome as, as something that, in a roundabout way, makes me feel a little better about the Eagles and Giants. Yeah, I agree with that as well. You know, I, it'll be a, that'll be a great game to watch. Da- see what Dallas can, 
see what Dallas can do. You know, they, they, they actually uh, have a chance. 30, 31 years, you know, 31 years in a road playoff game. So, <laughs> well, but, they played uh, like they Jonathan, just played. They, yeah. They do. All right, Ben, give me yeah, a big yeah. answer, man. TV show or a movie about music? Before, uh, Jonathan Gannon, somebody, we got to blame somebody in Philly. You know, who cares if they're good, bad, horrible, great? You know, we'll, we'll pick apart anybody. The fall goes on Jonathan Gannon just because we have to blame somebody. Well, there's a, there's a fair standard. Okay. All right. That makes sense. All right. Give me an answer. What do you got? Uh, I saw that I was lucky enough to see this band without their head guy because he unfortunately died in 1991. But Bohemian Rhapsody, Queen. Yeah, Plus Adam Lambert was a great show. Look, it's a great it's a great movie. Here's my problem with that movie. Um, have you seen this movie, Ruben? Oh yeah. oh, yeah. So, did you like it? I did like it. I liked it a lot. My problem with the movie is I found out after the movie there is a ton that is not accurate. Yeah, a lot. Really? A ton. Wow. Including when he has the performance at Live Aid, yep. and in the movie they present it that he knows he has HIV and will die. He, in fact, found that out after that performance. Really? Totally inaccurate. Yeah, there was a lot wrong with that movie. I mean, that's the pinnacle moment of the movie. Yeah, it's huge. And obviously, John, it's his most famous performance of all time, but they frame the whole thing around he has this incredible performance with this knowledge of likely death up ahead. Totally inaccurate. Uh, that's that's right? disappointing. It's extremely that's a little, disappointing. That's a disappointing. But it makes for good theater. It made for very good right. theater. <laughs> Dramatized. Right. All right. Twitter poll question uh, of the day. Um, all right. We first we got to finish up the ten o'clock hour poll, and then we'll get to the eleven o'clock hour poll. So, Ruben, we're trying based on uh, something we we're discussing yesterday, and we rolled it over into today. Figure out the best theme song of all time. Hmm. Now, from the first hour, the four that were presented were, and we put these all in alphabetical order, the four presented in the first hour were Cheers, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Indiana Jones, and the Olympics. John, what do you think should win? It's going to be Indiana Jones or the Olympics. I'm going to say the Olympics edge Indy out. What would you vote for, Ruben? Cheers, Fresh Prince, Indiana Jones, the Olympics. I Best got, theme I got song. Olympics. I got Olympics all the way. Olympics finished in last place. You've really? got to be kidding really? me. Really? Listen, this is a Philly vote. The Fresh the, Prince of Bel-Air won, which I, really? I, I think is a bad choice. And I love it, but I don't love it more, that song, than Cheers or the no. Olympics. Nope. Not even close. Not even close. Fresh Prince advances to the finals. <laughs> That's I'm, Philadelphia. That's Philadelphia pride right there, I'm, right? I'm borderline uh-huh. stunned. All right, yeah. let's get to our second hour poll question of the day because now we got four more on the table here. Ruben, these are all answers that were said yesterday. Right. James has put the music together. So which of these is the best theme song? You can now vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter for these four. We'll play the music, a little snippet here of each. Let's start, choice A, the Action News theme song. Ruben lights up. All right, so that's that, that one. Good. That is the correct response. I mean, look, look, look at this. I love it. <laughs> Me too, right? Yes. Yeah, I grew up with this one. Yes. I mean, dude. see, I tell John all the John doesn't. Philadelphia doesn't, through and through. John doesn't get. See, John, listen to the man. Would you listen to the man? Look at look at his smile. Look at his smile. One, we we know that that likely. <laughs> that's will that's also got a shot win. at it. It's got a shot to win the whole shebang. All right, theme song two for the eleven o'clock hour to the nineteen seventies and Steven Spielberg. Uh, it's the got, wrong one. Yeah, you, got you, the said, wrong. you said 1970s. I was like, that's yep. right. My he went bad. to, he went, to the, he went to the wrong this one. Spiel, Spielberg. Spielberg, you know, this a movie, is Spielberg. A movie yes, about a shark. You. You yes, know? Yeah, I, I went GJ, but there's a T in front of the T. Let's G. go.
I mean, that's all, it's, it's going to get you. It's going to get you, that oh, shark. Oh, it does. Now, I will as say. As iconic as it gets. Yeah, it is pretty yes. iconic. All right. Then we get to choice C, also from the 1970s. Mario Puzo wrote it, and then it turned into a movie. I put this above Jaws. I'm just going to lay yeah. that out there right now. It's really close. It's hauntingly beautiful. It's, it's spectacular. Jaws is cooler when you have the visual of the water and maybe a, just a tiny portion of the shark. Of the shark. It yeah. doesn't play as well on radio. I agree with you. I think it's a good take. All right. And then we get to Choice D, also from the 70s into, I believe, the 1980s, and one of the great television, I mean, a haymaker of a TV show theme song. Well, we're moving on now. We're moving on <laughs> All right, so Ruben, these are all I've actually hung these songs in the recent, not, not too recent past. Seriously, yeah, I mean, I actually referenced this particular song in the not so recent, maybe in like a week ago. It's awesome. I mean, I listen That's to this. That's my favorite. I listen to this I, on I YouTube really good. all the time. All right, so Ruben, we'll get to the poll result good. in the twelve o'clock hour. But what would be your vote? Action News, Jaws, Godfather, Jeffersons. Wow, that's a tough one. <laughs> Holy smokes. <laughs> I mean, it brings up so many different emotions. Right? Yes, yeah. and it hits you on different, so many different levels. It's not The Godfather, and it's not Jaws, right? It's not Jaws. No. It's one of the other two. Yeah. I'll, I'll say Action News. All right, we'll, I gotta say Action News. Right, action we'll, News, baby. Right, I got a correct action. answer. We'll find out. It. We'll find out in the twelve o'clock hour what wins. Let's get back to the phones. Let's talk to Jake in West Philly right now. Hey, Jake. Hey, how's it going? Great, Jake. Um, I got a question. Well, first of all, I got a movie. About a about music yeah, for you. Sure. Uh, it's Fear of a Black Hat, and if you've never seen it, but you've seen um, this is Spinal Tap. Mm-hmm, just yeah. substitute rap for rock, and it's the same movie. Nice. Well, that's up. Um, that's up, John's alley. I, I was not a Spinal Tap fan, but I know a lot of people love it. Yeah, well, Fear of a Black Hat. Like I said, it's a rap version of Good deal. Spinal Tap. Cool. Yeah, this is on these movie themes. You got or do you guys have two thousand one Gilligan's Island or? Um, or mash in the in the mix. Mash Nash was not said yesterday. Gilligan's Island was not said. No, you, you really. Two thousand one was said. Two thousand one was said. Yeah, but it, it didn't did, make the finals. Yeah, did not make our our top twelve that we put into the poll. Okay. Anyway, but, but now to my Eagles point. Yes. Uh, I've been meaning to call up about this all year, and just haven't had a chance. There's been a couple of games where the Eagles score a touchdown to go up by ten, and to me, you kick the extra point to go up by eleven, so that a field goal and a touchdown possession can't beat you because if you get a field goal and then a touchdown and a two-point conversion, that will Yeah, that uh, no, only, that's an easy one. Up 10, no, you no, can't. Wait, wait, wait a minute. That can only tie you. But there's been two, at least two games this season where what the Eagles have done when they score a touchdown to go up by 10, they've gone for two to go up by 12. I don't remember that. Forcing the other team to have to score two touchdowns to beat you. They've hmm. done it twice. And both times, I'm yelling at the stream like, you're an idiot. You're making – now, if you can, if you convert and you go up by 12, yeah, it's great because now the other team needs two touchdowns to beat you. But if you miss it, now you're only up by 10. So two possessions can beat you. Yeah. One, only one has to be a yeah, touchdown. I see, I see you just saying. have to get the two-point conversion. 
If you have he, Dallas as kicker, you don't. Well, you know, Jake, part of that kid. part of that also is trusting your offense. You packed her in. You've got Jalen Hurts yep. out there. Yep, that's part of it. Because yeah, I'd be more but, inclined to go for two with Jalen Hurts than Tom Brady last night. Yeah, well, look look at the math, though. You see what I'm saying? No, like, I do. Why give the other team an opportunity to beat you with a two-point conversion? If you go up by 11, the best they can do with a two-point conversion yeah. is tie you, and you're forcing them to go for one for the tie, which puts you in a better position to win statistically. No, I, listen, this, Jake, I think it's a, I appreciate the call. It's a fascinating – it's funny because initially I was like, no, well, of course you just kicked the f- extra point. But now I get what you're saying. The the – the two-point conversion does give you that cushion, if you get it, that the other team needs two touchdowns. Ruben, I mean, you were running the fills as analytics was becoming a bigger and bigger deal. Present-day fills. They get to the World Series, which to a large extent I think took pressure off them for things they did not do well in 2022. Right. There's not much – I mean, John, we haven't had one call probably – well, we had a couple, but not many since the season. And, like, you can't back Kyle Schwarber leadoff because it's hard to make that case when you get to within two wins of winning the World Series. But, Ruben, when you assess the big picture, not just October, but April through October, as the Phillies approach, you know, how they approach it, do you think that – I mean, this is a complex one. Like, what do you make of how the Phillies attack modern-day thinking? I think that they're trying to use a little bit of a blend of of how to, you know, maximize their output. And I think that they're allowing Rob Thompson to do the bulk of the decision making. There's a lot of organizations out there that are making lineups up for them from from 500 feet. Yeah, you know, the, the GMs are doing it. I think in football, what's been fascinating for me as far as analytics are concerned, I think analytics has worked extraordinarily well for football. I think it's been phenomenal. The guys are going for. You know, fourth downs, yeah. fourth and long, certain situations. I love it. I think it's made it really exciting. I think in the case of baseball, I think it's gone backwards a little bit because I think that we're not seeing, and, I, and, and they had to make rules, new rules in the game now, to try to create more action. And so because the players are no longer have that ability or it's not taught to be able to handle the bat, do different sure. things. So I think the Phillies specifically, <clears throat> I think that they're they're combining kind of old school and new school stuff, and I think that's Dave Dombrowski's going to done a nice job. He's generally an old school guy, I think. That's my thought process that he likes defense through the middle. He likes you know, he likes to have um, good solid pitching that, that whole business. My my thing is, it will be extremely interesting to see whether they have Turner lead off. I would love to see Turner lead off because he is such a weapon with his legs and until he starts to slow up I would try to burn him out man and use him as much as possible to try to maximize what he can do on a field so you feel like there's doubt as to whether he'll lead off I think that there might be just because Schwarber likes leading off I don't think it's because of that I think it's because he they had success with him doing it Uh, but again they had they had October success with him doing it but I, I can't lose sight of the fact that from April to September, they finished. I think it was the numbers were eleven and twelve games behind the Mets and Braves. June and July was I mean, pretty extraordinary. When Schorber got hot, I, I know mean, they went nuts, and it was because he went crazy, and he kind of jump started them. There was, I, but I it's know also that it coincided with Rob Thompson becoming the manager. Yeah. Um, all that kind of happened at the same time. It's perfect timing. Yeah. Um, but I, my God, I, I. I I would love to see Turner lead off. That's where I'm at. Well, I agree with you. And part of my frustration is even 
when Schwarber gets going, and he did at various stretches, including that one you talked about, I mean, I want more two and three run home runs. I'd like to flip him to the two hole. I'd like to stick him in two in the two hole because he can still um he can still, you know, create, you know, good at bats. Right. He can still lengthen out, you know, uh his at bats and, and still give other opportunities to I'd like to see him in the two hole, I'd like to see real Muto in the three hole, and I'd like to see Tarper in the four hole. That's yeah. where I'm at. And of course they're gonna have the first half of the season with left, no Bryce. Right, right, they gotta left, right, left. Yeah, fig- figure out with, with no Bryce how they can figure that. Yep. Let's go to Tom in uh in Abington right now. Yo, Tom. Yo, fellas, how we doing today? Super, Tom. All right. So as much as I enjoyed Tom Brady floundering last night, it was just uncomfortable because yeah. it was at the hands of the Cowboys. I was very torn with that game. I found the whole thing uncomfortable. I, I look, you know, right? I'm I'm so you're anti Brady, I'm pro Brady. I, I found it uncomfortable on a whole bunch of fronts. You watch your mouth, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's the greatest quarterback of all time. I it's know, not but even I could still hate him. <laughs> I could still hate the man. Uh, I respect him. I do respect what he's done. All right, so um, <clears throat> when it comes to J.G., I, I think this fan base just needs a whipping boy. Um, you know, Hurts – has answered every question this year. So who do we turn to? Next in line is always that D coordinator, right? Feels like that's sort of par for the course. You go back to Jim Schwartz prior. I thought he did a great job, and so did I. everyone hated him. People really, really hated him. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. really did. Isn't Schwartz he was good. He's really good. <laughs> great. Didn't by he way, just get hired by the yeah the, the Browns. Browns? He's going to be the new defensive coordinator. Even though he retired, that just rolled over on the Jonathan Gannon. I don't understand it. I don't understand it in the least. And Joe, you mentioned that Elliot said uh, about uh, D'Amico Ryan's blitzing more. Blitz, blitzing, actually, blitzing less. Blitzing less. The Eagles blitzed more than San right. Francisco. That actually came out on the air. I was listening, and a caller said he'd rather have D'Amico Ryan's as the D coordinator. So Elliot said, "Why?" He said, well, "Because he blitzes more." And then he corrected him and said, "He actually blitzes less." Yeah, Elliot set him up. See, I, Elliot, that's a good move by Elliot. I know what he did there. He set the caller up. Yes, he did. It was fantastic. It was, <laughs> it was awesome. It was the best defense of JG I've heard to this point. I, I don't understand with the record, with the numbers we have, how you can. I just don't understand the hate towards the man. I don't. Yeah. All right, Tom, give me an answer here. A TV show or a movie about music? The Sound of Music. This, yeah. Ooh, yeah, they're a singing group. Absolutely. Yep. That's right. Wow. They get together and the oh. Edelweiss and the whole yeah, thing. That's a beautiful. Tremendous. Yeah. Tremendous. Um, uh, but, but, but what was I going to say? Oh, Mike Quick. He, he's going to join us coming up uh, in, in about five minutes. All right, let's go to, uh, to a different Tom. Tom in Dover right now. Hi, Tom. Yo, what's up, guys? How y'all doing? Great, Tom. Hey, hey, John, man, you started off a little with the with the Gannett thing today, man, and um, I, I called one of my buddies, Sean, man, because you know we sit up there in them games and we watch them teams drive up and down the field on us, man. It's, it's just aggravating. So I said before I call in and talk to y'all today, I wanted to see what Sean's opinion was before I said it, and I and he and he said the same thing that I think most of us in Philadelphia. Think, man, it's that we used to that aggressive defense, mm-hmm. and that defense ain't aggressive at all. But listen to you talk about the corners and the safeties that they had. We got the same corners and safeties now. Well, corner, you know, no, cor- corners a similar ilk of quality, safeties not even close. Not even close. Not even. I mean, Tom, I like Marcus Epps, but does anything about Marcus Epps? 
strike you as being Brian? Hold on, no, no, hold on. Does anything about Marcus Epps strike you as Brian Dawkins? No, no, not at all. Correct. Not at all. Correct. Not at all. No, not at all. So bro. that changes how the defense can play because he's not he's not as good he's not as good at just taking a wide receiver one on one. He's not as good at being able to go blitz a quarter. I mean, part of blitzing is the defensive coordinator has to trust the blitzers. But the big thing is when Josiah Scott was in there, we got away from pressing and Manning right. because he's just not at that level. And now he's hopefully not going to be as big a part of the defense. Uh, but we still, Avante Maddox, we have no idea what's going on with him. And it doesn't look great that he'll be available. Do they move C.J. Gardner-Johnson back to that nickel spot? We, I, I hope so. But then that means that you've got Reed Blankenship out there with uh, with Marcus Adams. Yeah, basically, who do you Reed trust Blankenship. more? Blankenship. Do you trust Reed Blankenship in man coverage? Right. I don't. Javon Wallace can't go out there at all. Well, they don't. Javon they don't Wallace trust him. Terrible. No, no, they don't yeah, trust him. Yeah, he's terrible. He's terrible. Tom, yeah. give me a big, an, give me a big answer, man. TV show or movie about music? Yo, listen, man. Mm-hmm. I don't be coming up with these TV shows and these movies and all that. But today, if I don't win, I'm not going to call in and give my answers no more. Eight Mile. Eight Mile is wow. a winning day. Wow. Wow. That's huge, man. That's a great answer. That's huge. Tom, if you had one shot, He's kind one of opportunity. Us, though. <laughs> Look at John just stepping over it. John, would you uh, capture it or just let it slip? It's a great movie. It's a great movie, it's man. It's a great movie, and it's a great song. It's a, an amazing it's, song. And it's a great uh, – everything about that moment. Well, and the way they weave – the song into the movie that he's been thinking about it earlier in the movie. Now, to be clear, and everyone knows this, it's not a true story. So it's, you know, it's, that's what makes it also unique. And he's not trying to present it as a true story, but um, it's a fascinating story. There's no question about that. Let's go to Jeff and Wilmington. Jeff, you're on WIP. Guys, what's going on? Hi, Jeff. Um, I'm okay with Jonathan Gannon. I mean, I'm not like super high on him, but the way that the, the way teams play these days, we just can't have the blitzing all the time type of defense because you're going to get eaten up by these quarterbacks. Um, you know, I think it, it's almost like there's a bubble between the 20s where they just keep everybody there. The statistics prove that you just gave a bunch of them, Joe, about least amount of yards yeah. per play, you know, scoring, all that stuff. Um if you can handle the fact that they're running up and down the 20s, that's fine. Now, the only thing that does is eats up a lot of clock. So, you know, but I'm, I'm fine with it. It has worked against the, the, the clock eating thing has worked against us. And I have been concerned yeah. at times that the, the fact that we don't prioritize stopping the run, mm-hmm. it's really come back and bit us, bitten us. But the way Gannon yeah. sees it, hey, we'll, we'll force you to run 12 plays instead of beating us with one big play. And I guess when right. you net it out, it's it's been effective. It has been. John, what do you think about the – we traditionally win the to- – when we win the toss or they win the toss, take the um, – you know, defer, let the other team get their offense on the field. And our defense is somewhat of a slow starter, I should say. Yeah. Would, do you think they would change that? I don't think they will, but – I don't think I would they're like going to change it. I know, I know, but keep that – Keep their uh, the other team's offense off the field. They're not going to change it, Jeff. Jeff, here's the I one know. thing I'm going to – there's a lot I could say to you, but here's the main thing I'll say. Next time mm-hmm. you watch an Eagles game, especially if you're there, home game, watch how many fans are in the stands 
on first and 10 to start the game and watch how many fans are in the stands at first and 10 in the start of the third quarter. Third quarter, it's about half the fans. Half. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and part, and part of why teams, take the, teams give the ball, especially at home, to the opposing squad is because they know their fan base is at the most rabid point they'll be. And they you want the fans to affect the quarterback that possession instead of, you know, being in a freaking toilet line or, you know, yeah, going right. and getting a Coke and a hot dog and, and they're not yeah, affecting the quarterback. Sense. Jeff, give me sense. an answer. TV show or a movie about music? Um, I'm going to go with a, uh, the Partridge Family. Partridge Family it is. Yeah, that was a uh, nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a nice one. I mean, it's, it, you know, I don't remember it, it hardcore, but I remember it a little bit. And it was obviously a pretty big deal. Ruben, you got what, what about fifteen years on me? Yeah. Oh yeah. Something like that. Yeah, so for for me, it was it was solid. Yeah. And I had that eight track. <laughs> <laughs> I popped that eight track. Guy. All right. For more, as the, as we're talking about the Eagles and Jonathan Gannon and getting ready for the Eagles and the Giants and the whole deal, let's welcome into the show uh, as he joins us uh, every single Tuesday. We love talking to Mr. Mike Quick. Hey, Bill, Mike. Hey, what's up, guys? Seltzer's on the music, man. You know he's got it. Mike's intro song. Yeah, I hear my music in the background. So, Mike, if this is intro song, was last night for Tom Brady an outro song? <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I actually hate to see him go out like that, but I do believe that, uh, yeah, that was the exit for Tom. Do you think he was thinking about that during the game, Mike? Like, you know what? Maybe I should just stop. I was – so I was thinking that. I hope he was. Because, <laughs> you know, late in the game, I almost felt sorry for him is. It's, Often he's he's won, and as good as he's been, I I think I started to feel sorry for him late in the game. Yeah, I did too. And a lot of people won't agree with me or you on that, but I did feel bad for him. That's okay. Yeah, no, I'm used to people not agreeing with me. All right, Mike, let's get to the Eagles and the Giants. What do you make of this matchup? What do you make of how the Giants played against Minnesota and what they'll present to the Birds on uh, Saturday night? Uh, They were, I think, the best I've seen them all year when they played in that game against Minnesota and Daniel Jones in particular, I just think that he's taken his game to another level, uh, you know, being in that system the first year, it takes a little while. And I think in the last quarter of the season, he really started to get it and he's playing extremely well. He understands that he's an athlete that can get out and run the ball when, especially when the, the defense is showing him man coverage on the back end and he can take advantage of that. Yeah. Um, Daniel Jones has grown a lot, and he could be a problem. How likely is it that this offensive staff lets Jalen Hurts be Jalen Hurts in this game, that they don't limit him because they're trying to protect him? John, there are no limitations now. And everything, that's in, the play, everything that's in the playbook, it's, uh, it's available, and it should be used. This is not a game where you're going to limit anyone. Jalen Hurts has to be Jalen Hurts. The reason why this team got the number one seed and a buy in the first week is because Jalen Hurts was allowed all season long to be Jalen Hurts. Whatever the injury was, that is in the past, and he just has to play football now because you want – listen, you you win two games and you're playing for it all, and they understand this. I I sure hope so, and I agree with you. I think it's time to take the kid gloves off. and and Listen, if they're – if there are plays in the playbook that's all the way on the back end, you dust those off and you look at them. Anything that works in the, this type of game, you yeah. use it in this type of game. Yeah, I agree. So are, how worried are you about uh, Wink Martindale, the way that he lit us up in Week 18, uh, us having answers for that in terms of blitz protection? 
Uh, I'm not so worried about it. So the games that really matter to them in, in the Minnesota game, I'll just take that one. You didn't see nearly as much blitzing, and he's not in the last few games blitzed as much. They're playing a lot more uh, protecting the back end and keeping everything in front of them more so than uh, all of the crazy blitzes that he did earlier in the season. So it's a, it's a game that's going to be a real chess match in terms of trying to figure out what he wants to do, what he's doing and how to adjust to what he's doing mm-hmm. because he's shown, you know, he's shown that he'll blitz a lot, but as I said, in past games, you haven't seen as many blitzes and a lot more cover four on the back end and just trying to keep everything in front. How likely is it that the coaching staff offensively prioritizes getting Boston Scott more involved because he's had so much success against the Giants? Well, I think it begins with Miles. You know, if you look at his game in week 14, I think he had 140 yards rushing against that defense. And uh, a lot of the things that they did in that game, I expect more of that. Mm. And, yeah, you want to bring Boston in where Boston fits, but you know, Miles is your number one running back, and you want to first lean on Miles. How, uh, how good is Jonathan Gannon? Really good. Yeah. Why does the uh, t- why does the town Mike, why does the, to, yeah why does the town dog him so much because I mean, Richie and I think it's ridiculous. I I don't well I think we're used to and we'd like to see those really ag- aggressive defenses that just beat up quarterbacks attack all the time, um, but that's not today's style of defense and I, I think he's really good I think he's one of the best there is makes adjustments but you know when this team when they first talked about what they wanted to do, Nick Sirianni as a head coach and Jonathan Gannon as your lead defensive guy, he talked about limiting explosive plays. And I think for the most part, that's one of the things that he's been able to do with this defense. No question. Is force teams to yeah. beat you like methodically with multiple plays and not giving up the you know, multiple big plays in a game. Mike, San Francisco and Dallas – what happens in that game? Who wins that game? Well, if Dallas play the way they played um, last night, it's going to be hard for San Fran to beat them with a rookie quarterback. Um, even with what D'Amico Ryan's doing with that defense, and I think he's doing a fabulous job with that defense, um, Dallas played near-perfect football. And Dak Prescott, he, it was the best I've ever seen him play, and I've watched him play a lot of football. Yeah, he was uh... – he had an answer. I mean, once everything. he once he got through that first possession, it might have been first two, two. two, yeah, two. Yeah. Third yeah. possession on, he took off like a freaking rocket ship. Yeah, the, both what? teams in the first couple of possessions, they just, you know, I don't know if it's the, the nerves uh, or the, just the whole brevity of the moment, but I just believe that after the first couple of series for both sides, they started to settle down and the cream rose to the top. How much do you thought? Did you think, Mike, it was uh, Prescott, and how much do you think was the inability of the Tampa Bay to be able to stop him. Whoa, whoa, say that again? What do you think, whether whether it was Prescott, who was really playing well, or was it Tampa Bay just not having the ability and the talent to stop him? I thought that the play caller for Dallas had was on point with everything that he was calling, uh, Kellen Moore, and I thought Dak was really good at executing everything that they needed him to execute uh, in the run game as well as the passing game. And they had answers for everything that Tampa tried to do on the defensive side. And and that's a good defense. One of the smartest defensive minds in football runs that defense. But 
Dallas had answers for him. Last night, I could not believe the extra point dilemma that the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys were in last night. And it made, it, really, it made me think about our kicking game, our punting game. I thought of Alec Bohm, by the way. Let me just say that. I don't know if I was the only person. I thought of, I thought of the game yeah, Alec, Alec Bohm could yeah. field the ball. Like, that's what yeah. I thought of. Uh, do you do you have any inside scoop, Mike, on on who our punter's going to be? Is it going to be this Brett Kern guy? Or are we going back to Sipos, uh, his health? Do, do you know no. anything? No, I don't know anything about that. But I tell you what, when you see a kicker that goes out the way that kid did last night, you, you just say, "Wow, I'm so glad we have Jake Elliott." <laughs> yeah. Are they gonna Are they gonna move on? Are they gonna find another kicker? I would. I would too. I, listen, uh, you I'll tell you what, that team hates the them. Yes. How about the kid that the Eagles had to bring in the the kid Dicker the kicker, who's now like one of the better right. kickers in the league? So you yeah. can go find a kicker. You know, yeah. they're not really football players, John. You know I, that. I, I agree. Mean, <laughs> they're kickers. John says it all the time, Mike. <laughs> they're kickers. Hey, Mike, have a great call. You and uh, Merrill on the call Saturday night right here on WIP. Obviously, you're from the link, Eagles-Giants. And hopefully the uh, first of the final three games this year for the Eagles, Mike. It should, uh, it should be January into February, man. Thank you so much for joining us, Mike. Thanks, guys. All right, there he is, Mike Quick. Yeah, that, that was wild. For those that don't know, uh, because I'm sure there's some people that turned that game off last night. The, the the because that game was really brutal. I mean, that was tough to watch, guys. I went through a quarter and a half where I had it muted, and I was just cleaning up stuff around my house. I mean, there was there was it was brutal, brutal football. But um, the Cowboys kicker missed four straight extra points. That was astounding. James, did you think you think Alec Bohm last night? I didn't. I should have. I was too wrapped up in it being my favorite thing that happened all season. I couldn't get enough of it. I I thought I could. I was more excited for his next PAT attempt than I was for anything else in the game all night. Well, how mad! You like to watch train wrecks? Yeah, yeah. It was it was all well. The Cowboys kicker, obviously. Yeah, I'm gonna get into that. Everyone on that sideline was screaming. You know, like they were so incensed. By, I mean that's his that's his his only job his only job yeah. is to put that ball between the uprights four straight times is impossible astounding it's a, you're a uh, pro kicker that's you that's, missed four extra points uh, in a row that, absolutely unbelievable never that, seen that's it. when the closer can't close a game uh, oh four straight big time five straight times. big time you're not happy with them coming up uh, Rhea Hughes joins us she joins us twelve forty five Ross Tucker and uh, calls her well plus the Gannon thing Jonathan Gannon has he been treated fairly. We're unfairly by the town. You tell us. Show to Cameron John Ritchie on WIP. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.